Hi again, everybody. Welcome back to LJN Radio and the podcast, I Want to Be A. And for each episode, we actually fill in the blank with a different professional from a variety of fields or industries, hoping to give you the inside scoop on what it takes to not only land a job, but also thrive in your career. I'm your host, Tim Muma, and this is the second part of I Want to Be a Mechanical Engineer. And our expert guest has over 20 years of experience in the field. His name is Shaker Chandra Shaker, and he continues to fill us in a little bit on what it takes to really succeed in this discipline. He focuses on some of the skills and personalities he would look for, as well as the overall impact on society. Now, you mentioned skills in sort of the different ways you're describing to connect, and obviously when you're applying for a job. Mm-hmm. What sort of skills do you really point to or personality traits? Obviously, we know your emphasis is fun, and I, th- I find it, you know, I find it a little, not eye-opening, but a little refreshing to hear that angle as opposed to, as we talked about, sort of the mechanics of everything that we go through when we talk about these different professions. But, I mean, what specific skills would you be looking for or personality traits if you were looking to hire someone in this field? The most important personality trait that if I were to look for is a good listener. Hmm. Because I think what we are taught in school is to communicate, engage, share. And as we do that, the most important thing that comes across is talk, sure. not listen. Right. So I think the most important thing that we can do as, as people, as engineers, is listen to what the other person has to say. Because what it really does is it enables us define the problem. Because the most important part of what we try to do in life is to be able to define the problem and then define the scope and then define the challenges and then define the roadmap and how we solve the problem. Because if we don't define our problem correctly, all the investment in time and money will be wasted because you're going to be solving the wrong problem. So the most important skill that I will be looking for as a hiring manager across the globe is to be that you're a good listener, number one. The other thing that that happens is before a resume comes to me as a hiring manager, there will be a vetting process that clearly states you bring the skills and qualifications. You bring the necessary competencies in specific areas. You bring the necessary teamwork and stuff. You also have potentially certain successes that you will have displayed on your resume or in your networking opportunities. So those are all givens. In addition to the givens, you will have all of these additional skills that you bring to bear. So as an engineer, if you were to ask me, what is that skill set that you need to be able to have an impact on society? I think you need to have a combination of what I'm going to call core engineering skills, communication skills, teamworking skills, and really at the end of the day, how to have fun with all of this to, to, to kind of deliver that impact. Because we as engineers save a lot more lives than I even will venture to say doctors too, because at the end of the day, we build engineering devices that help save lives. And today, if you look at it across, in this flat world that we live in, you might actually graduate with a specific skill set where you might actually have a job in China or India or Brazil or Russia. So what does it mean to understand that local, that local, what I'm going to call culture? Mm -hmm. And as engineers today, we really need to have that social science dimension, understanding the local culture, understanding what it takes to deliver a solution. So, for example, if I'm, if I'm a, I'll use the word biomedical industry. So if I'm, a, if I'm a biomedical engineer graduating with a four-year degree and as a GE, and I'll pick on GE, it's, it's, it's a global company, they might want to kind of leverage your skills to develop local, 
I'm going to use the word high technology, but low cost biomedical solutions that will have a significant impact on health in, for example, Latin America. Unless we know the Latin American culture, unless we know how things work in Brazil or in Chile or in Argentina, and maybe they're all different for different countries, we might be designing a wrong solution. Hmm. So understanding that culture is absolutely fundamental. So as you can see, the notion of engineer now spans a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. It's not just the core differential equations or heat transfer or fluid mechanics. The surround is as important. And that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it challenging. And that's what makes somebody take this to a completely new level. Let's touch on that a little bit. You've, you've mentioned the ideas of culture and impact on society a few times. And, uh, you know, you obviously laid down the gauntlet in saying that mechanical engineers save more lives than doctors. So uh, maybe that can be up for debate. Uh, I understand where you're coming from with that. So what then would you say is, how would you describe a mechanical engineer's benefit to, to society, the purpose, the role? How would you really define that as you're talking about that impact on society? At the end of the day, when I look at any engineer, the, the major goal of an engineer is to improve the quality of life. Hmm. So here at ASME, and I can share this with you in several different ways. Here at ASME, for example, we work with several corporations across the globe using a consensus process to develop standards. And what standards really does is it establishes a level for product design to make that product safe. And when the product is safe, you have automatically improved the quality of life. On the other hand, for example, we also could be developing education standards that will ensure that a graduating engineer from a school or a university or a four-year college, a two-year college, or colleges across the globe have a specific basic understanding of engineering. So when employers want to hire them, they know that they bring in specific quality into the table or onto the table so that all they then need to do is to mold that engineer to the environment that industry works in. So in other words, when we describe the mechanical engineer's benefit to society, not only do they bring specific topics that will help improve the quality of products, they will also bring something that will improve the quality of education. They will also be able to translate those engineering principles into delivering products that might benefit society depending upon where they are. So for example, there's this whole notion of uh, jugad or frugal innovation or frugal engineering. And what that's all about is really taking engineering, understanding the technologies, delivering solutions in a very constrained environment so that, for example, the base of the pyramid can also be the quality of life for people who live in the base of the pyramid mm -hmm. can be enhanced. And there's a big thrust globally to do some of that. Clearly, we've heard plenty about your love and passion for this profession and, and the discipline and, and the various aspects that people can get involved with this. On the flip side, are there any aspects about mechanical engineering, engineering in general, that are, in your mind, extremely challenging, something you'd like to change, something you would prefer was a little bit different? Just anything that might uh, at least give the listeners a heads up that, uh, of course, not every position and every job is going to be all rosy. Uh, what would you point to as any of those challenges or, or areas you don't like necessarily? That's a great question, Tim. It really, really is. Because it's something that I have strongly believed in over many years and uh, the passion that I have for engineering. I think one of the things that I find today in the world is that engineers are branded in a given way. Mm -hmm. And I'm using the word branding, like product branding, right? right. So you have a Coke, means it has a brand. Uh, when you talk about uh, Chevy, it has a specific brand or Rolls Royce is a specific brand. 
And in the same way, when I look at engineers today, they're branded in a very narrow way. They're branded wearing hard hats. They're branded wearing in the mountains doing some specific stuff. They're, or they are branded as engineers on a shop floor. Right. But what, what we need to do, or for example, when you look at TV shows, right, you have LA Law that clearly illustrates to the community at large what law is all about. It kind of takes law to a completely different level. Mm -hmm. What we really need today, and the biggest challenge for engineering is, how can society as a whole embrace engineering? How can they engage in explaining to the public the importance and influence of mechanical engineering, given that it's such a diverse area? Can, for example, CBS, NBC, or whoever, or the uh, CNNs of the world turn around and say, let's, let's put together, instead of calling it LA Law, maybe it's called the New York Engineers, for example. <laughs> Take, build a concept around around the engineering and how they deliver value to the society. For example, CSI. When I look at CSI, they have shown some great things about what forensics can do to improve, uh, for example, I'll use the word quality of life in a very generic sense. How does it help solve cases? Mm -hmm. And so that has influenced a lot of people to become forensic scientists, forensic engineers. Right. In the same way, can we look up to people that will inspire, that will engage next generation of kids and young students and engineers to get into this into this broad area of mechanical engineering because it's a completely diverse it has it's a, it has a breadth that can go miles wide and yet within each area i can go 10 miles deep and specialize in things we want to do there are over 4 million jobs into this and now you'll find that those 4 million jobs are really open to people to engage with and, and they cover the entire spectrum of heat transfer, manufacturing, design, energy, what I'll call social innovation, and so on. So I really believe if there is one challenge that people can focus on is to get the public all engaged, enthusiastic, inspired about what engineering can do. And I think it should start from, and I'll go, I'll go out on a limb and say it should start from kindergarten all the way through this workforce cycle. Because I, I really, really believe engineering is the core, is one of the core things of what we do in life today. If it was not for the biomedical devices, I strongly believe, for example, the, the sophisticated brain surgery they do, or the nanoparticles that they inject to solve or target the cancer treatment, or on the other hand, for example, all the, the innovations in manufacturing, where they can design and manufacture cars at a much faster rate, the supply chain strategies that we use to bring the global communities together, the notion of, of new, of smart materials, or for example, the notion that, you know, it's like, you remember the mission impossible, mm -hmm. that, you know, where things would self-destruct. You know, it's a fascinating thing. <laughs> when you step back and say, beam me up, Scotty, is that possible? <laughs> can there be holograms? And can holograms improve the security? And these are all engineering challenges that we face today. You know, you see all these ads where, you know, people touch the screens and, you know, they create all these interesting things. It's all engineering. 
I'm sorry, I am such a passionate engineer. <laughs> and no. it's not just about one narrow field, it's about impact on life. There's no need to apologize at all. You're making a compelling case. And uh, again, this is what we want from our guests. We want that passion. We don't want that, you know, just the dry uh, ABC. We want that that breath, that, that depth that you've talked about. So we, we definitely appreciate it. We are getting quite low on time, though. So I just wanted to sort of open it up for you give our listeners a final takeaway as we like to do with each of our guests. Just what would you point to for any of those job seekers out there, anyone that might be interested in the field? What would you really like to sort of leave them with after talking about this uh, this profession today? I would leave them with two thoughts. One, engineering is fun. Two, engineering is a place where they can have a significant impact on society. So it's not that the job market is dried up. The job market is going to grow. That's really how I can sum things up pretty quickly. And as I said, I, I just throughout our conversation, if, if people can't pick up on uh, how much you enjoy your career and the industry itself uh, and the various industries you can touch upon, as you've mentioned, I, I don't know what else would convince them. So we'll see uh, We'll see what it does for those listeners out there. With uh, Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap things up today on I Want to Be a Mechanical Engineer. Our expert guest has been Shaker Chandra Shaker, a veteran mechanical engineer and well-respected man in the trade itself. He's been breaking it all down for us today. And uh, if one word came out of this, I think uh, fun is definitely the one that people remember. Shaker, thanks again for all the insight. We do appreciate it today. Thanks, Tim. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it. And again, if people want to learn a little more about ASME, they should go to asme.org and it provides a lot of information. Great. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Obviously, you can find plenty of information online and uh, ASME, that's the American Society of Mechanical Engineers. Again, a thanks to our guests and a thanks to our listeners as well. Please shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com if you do have any comments or suggestions, whether it be for this podcast or any of our shows on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you again later. 